the very first thing a person has to do is they you like when you get off this call or this podcast today or maybe you can pull over and think about this you know tip the rear view mirror down and start looking at yourself go to a mirror and look at yourself and just ask yourself when am i going to make my health a priority welcome to what i meant to say i'm your host wendy jones founder of be better media and a mom of four passionate about human connection throughout my journey i have experienced many what i meant to say moments but since life doesn't give us do-overs i've created a space to reflect and tell our stories again with a little more grace for ourselves and the hope that we can help others and be better for having listened Welcome to What I Meant to Say. I'm your host, Wendy Jones, and I'm here today with Tim James of the Chemical Free Body. And I'm so excited to connect with you today and launch into, you know, ways that we can be healthier and hear more about your story and the way you've used it to help other people. So thanks for joining me today. Hey, my pleasure, Wendy. Um, So tell me, let's just dive right in and tell me a little bit about the Chemical Free Body and how you got to this um, awesome coaching position that you are um, helping other people elevate their health. Well, it's kind of a roundabout thing. I, I actually can't uh, believe that I get to do what I get to do because it's so much fun. Uh, my career now is basically like I'm like a kid going down to unwrap Christmas presents every morning. I mean, it's literally at that level. Um, it's one of those things where people say, I got to pinch myself. Uh, but it wasn't always like that. Um, my life actually as a kid was pretty good. I grew up in Eastern Oregon, uh, Northeastern Oregon on a, a small cattle and hay farm. And I grew up outdoors. We had a big garden, hunting and fishing all the time, um, up in the woods a lot, in nature, swimming in creeks and rivers. And, you know, uh, me and my buddy Mike, for fun, we would like once in a while, we like rope a cow and then jump on it and see who could ride it the farthest, that kind of stuff. You know? <laughs> so just doing yep. kind of <laughs> redneck type things. And uh, I actually played baseball at a high level. I played baseball for 30 years. And um, then uh, at age 37, I was a financial advisor. I'd moved down to the big city of Portland that everybody here in Eastern Oregon makes fun of. And, uh, um, you know, had a kid and another kid and a wife. And then I got a I had a mortgage, (laughs) you know, all these things that. You, you kind of do it. Grown up stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm running around three different offices. I actually was, I think I was kind of smart because I, I, I'd gotten out of a, a mortgage industry and I got it. I wanted to do something just different and more long term. I'd have, I was looking actually for residual income, and um, you know, the mortgage industry was great to me and all that stuff. But I, I got into being a financial advisor and I, I went to work for a guy that had a big practice and I was going to take over his practice and it was a multi million dollar practice. And so I was getting groomed to take that over and it was like awesome because I was stepping into, you know, that guy working his butt off for 20 years, 18 employees, you know, netting at the tank at the time when I was just starting was like 2.4 million a year. So they're doing well. Mm -hmm. And so that was all good. So like financially, my friends were like, dude, you're, you, you did it all. You finally found your niche and all this stuff. And, um, but, uh, with my health, uh, things weren't going so well. I had gained 42 pounds. And, uh, my energy was definitely waning, um, being, I still in my mind thought I was an athlete, but I couldn't even run around one lap around a track without like falling over and huffing and puff. I was just really out of it. Uh, my mental, I had mental fog. I had acid reflux so bad. I was eating Tums and Rolades like, like 24 seven. I have my car, my truck, my office, all my offices. And and my literally next to my couch, I eat them while I was watching TV at night with kids and stuff. And, and so that got worse. Um, and then, then I started getting eczema on my left knee 
and then it got bigger and bigger and bigger and then it appeared on my left elbow and my right elbow and then it started cracking and bleeding and as a financial advisor i couldn't wear white shirts anymore because i'd bleed and i'd be at somebody's house at a party i'd bleed and somebody's like there's blood on the wall i'm like oh it's me so i'm like my elbows my knees are bleeding then i had another skin issue start cropping up on my shoulder and it was like bubbling up like fat stuff and i was like what the hell's that and I went to the doctor and they injected it with like, like cortisone or some steroid or something and it ate it away, but it kind of indented it, it made it kind of purpley color. And, and that was fine. But then like three months later, bloop, 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 three more of them started coming around it. And I'm like, what if this comes on my face? You know? So I got these skin issues going on. Um, I'm now, um, an A type outgoing personality my whole life. And now all of a sudden I don't want to take my shirt off. Not cause I'm overweight because everybody else is pretty much. But it was because my skin looked like salamander. It was bleedy and cracky. And then that other uh, weird thing on my shoulder. So my my universe was actually shrinking at that point in time. I was no longer growing and expanding as a human being. I was like hiding out because um, I was embarrassed about my body. And then um, and then I got worse. Then I started poop when I when I go to the bathroom, I blood would come out when I pooped. And this went on for two and a half years. So then I started getting anxiety around that because not only was there blood coming out, but it was a very painful experience. So if on a pain scale of one to 10, one being mild and 10 being, you know, just yeah. shoot me, I was about a six or a seven every time I poop. So they're like, oh my God, I got to go to the bathroom. Oh God. So anxiety started building up because it was, I knew it was pain. It was going to be pain. Yeah. And then blood would come out. Uh. Right. So uh, my skin, I'm bleeding. My elbows are bleeding. My knees bleeding. Um, I'm bleeding out my butt every day, twice a day. And then I was finally on a vacation with my wife down in Peru. She was from uh, Lima and her dad was a medical doctor down there running a big clinic. And he had never been on a vacation in his entire life because he had this big practice and then of clients. And then he moved and he was running this big hospital down there. But he was such a nice guy. He didn't fire basically any of his patients. So he's like a full time doctor and he's running this hospital. He's just working. Yeah. He was like a big wig and he's just a cool dude. He's really just a great uh, man. He would give and give and give. He just loved people and they loved him. Great guy. So he's on, it's his first vacation and we're just South of Ecuador in a place called Tumbes. Mm -hmm. And it's very remote. Only nine haciendas there on the beach and you're catered to, and you'd like go out in a boat and fish in the morning with this guy along the coast. And then you'd eat your fish at lunchtime. It was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Seashells on the beach that looked like they should have been in the Smithsonian. I mean, it was completely wild. Amazing. And a few days into that, just a few days into it, I started not feeling good. We were on a deep sea fishing deal and I was getting sick and they all thought I had motion sickness. I'm like, no, you guys don't understand. I hunt and fish all the time. I, I bet on the ocean a bunch. I never get motion sickness. Oh no, he's got motion sickness. And then when I got back, I was still, I didn't get better. And then her dad's like, well, what's going on? He's like, oh my God. He like, you know, assessed me. And he's like, we have to get you to the hospital. So we got in a car and we zipped down to the airport, but we missed the plane flight by like 20 minutes. And there's only one plane flight out a day. And he said, we don't have time. We have to get you into surgery now or you could die. So I'm like, oh, shit, I, I'm freaked out. And so I'm bent over literally walking at a 90 degree angle like like an old person, like somebody had been crippled or something because it was I couldn't walk erect. He We rented a van and we drove uh, six hours through the middle of the night down the coastline of northern Peru down to a town called Piora. And then I went into this hospital that was like back in the 50s, 60s. There's literally in the examination room, there's like tons of bugs flying around in the light above me. The instruments look like they were real old. And I'm like, this ain't good. And he's on, they're all talking Spanish, right? Da, 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 and I'm picking up a little bit, but I'm kind of out of it. So he, he's like, doesn't want them to operate on me in this hospital. He wants to operate on me with his surgeon, his state-of-the-art facility. 
So he had him dope me up with some stuff and then booked in a, a, a commercial plane flight and I flew. So I was literally being life flighted with nobody knowing. Right. And so because that was the fastest way because there, there is no life flight down there. It just doesn't, it doesn't yeah. exist. So we created our own. And um, I got off the plane into a taxi right to the hospital. And I got out of the hospital and like all these people grabbed me, threw me on a gurney and I went right into surgery and, and they saved my life. And this is where, you know, people have to understand that Western medicine was born in wartime. It was born in crisis care, crisis management. And this is where it shines where if you get gunshot wound or you have a major organ that's going to explode like my appendix and um, it, they, they can save your lives. You know, you get hurt, mangled, car accidents. This is amazing stuff. They are, these people are heroes, and um, we need that. That's a necessary part to our healthcare system. Yeah. But it's just it's one component. It's one part. But the rest of it for the chronic care stuff, it ain't working, right? It ain't working. And and we look at it now with uh, you know, we're spending twice as much as any other other industrialized nation on healthcare. Yet we're now since 2014, we're actually dying younger. So our life expectancy is dropping like a rock, like literally. So all the other industrialized countries uh, are still kind of we're, we're they're still going up and we're going down. So that means that what that really means, Wendy, is that our children and grandchildren will die sooner than us. So the system has failed us. They get an F. OK, things need to be fixed, uh, fired, whatever. But we have to take responsibility for ourselves. But we can't discount that crisis management part. Yeah, this, it has to be delineated. It's not like all bad. There's there's good really good diagnostic and good stuff. So I'm not here bashing doctors and nurses because I know that like they saved my life and that they're the good boys and girls in the equation. They wanted to help people when they got into the met to the system, but the system's kind of broken. Well, not kind of it's completely broken. Right. So from that experience, I learned a couple things. Number one, I don't ever want to have surgery again. Like, cause I realized that my life was out of control, but if I do need it for some type of emergency, I'm glad it's there. Right. The second thing was that my poor health doesn't affect just me. It affects everybody else around me. Mm -hmm. I ruined that trip for my wife and, and myself and, and her dad. And we'd planned that out for a long time, like a year in advance. There was thousands of dollars invested into that trip. And it got cut short. And, uh, and her poor dad ended up back in the hospital taking care of me. Right. So he just yeah. couldn't get a vacation. I, he was so happy on the beach with his book and smiling like he's just out there reading, doing nothing like for the first time in his life, just just resting, you know. So, you know, I spent the rest of my uh, vacation recovering and then I wasn't quite recovered. Uh, my wife had to push me through the airports back in the United States uh, through the airplane gates and all that stuff in a wheelchair. And um, I came home and eventually mended up and was going about my life. And uh, and then after that, um, a, a friend of mine on my baseball team got diagnosed with cancer. He went through chemo surgery, all that stuff, and he passed away and left three little boys behind from ages six to seventeen. And and we did a fundraiser at the church and all this stuff for him, and it was just a horrible deal. Um, it 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 wasn't good. I mean, yeah. I have to say this because we were since you have some sports minded people here. Like yeah. the last game he played, he was he was like he goes, guys, I don't have the energy to sprint out to my position in center field. Can I pitch? Because he's too proud. He's not going to jog. And I'm thinking pitching takes way more energy, dude. I yeah. should have said something like, you should play first base. Like, just put him at first base because he just go over there and catch balls. Yeah. But he, he decided he wanted to pitch. So we're like, okay, whatever you want to do. And in between the innings, he was spitting up blood. And I'm looking over to my left and seeing this. And I can see my buddy Jason on the other side of him. And Jason's looking at me and looking at Clay. And he's like shaking his head. And I'm like, and then he finally goes, Clay, what, he goes, what are you doing out here, man? And he's like, look, dude. He's like, if I'm going to go out, 
I'm going to go out doing what I love and I love baseball. So, you know, yeah. What, what do you say to that? So we're like, okay. So, but we watched him lose 80 pounds under hospice and the morphine drips and all that stuff. And he was puking up food towards the end. He'd have a dinner and then throw it all up. It was just horrible watching him go through this. And then yeah. after a couple of years later, uh, one of my best friends, Charles got diagnosed with uh, a, a incurable blood cancer. And then he calls me, jumps the news on me. I'm like, Oh God, it's like another friend's going to die. And my grandma had died of uh, brain cancer. My aunt had died of skin cancer, melanoma. It spread to her lungs. My mom took care of her in hospice kind of situation at home, cooking her food. And my mom was just talking about it the other day. She's like, yeah, I'd cook her all this food and she'd maybe take three or four bites. And that was it. You know, it's just like, it was my mom's an angel, by the way. Anybody that's taking care of people in this situation, you're freaking awesome. And um, hospice people are amazing. So my yeah. thing was cancer was you get it and you're kind of toast. You don't. That's been my experience. You know, my mom, my grandma, or my aunt, my grandma, and my buddy Clay. And now my buddy Charles has got it. And he's like, hey man, look, I don't want to go out. They don't really have anything for me. So I found this place in Florida called the Hippocrates Wellness Center. They're kind of like a detox nutrition clinic. They're really old, been around for 60 years, 61 years of the time. Will you go with me to support me? I mean, I didn't even hesitate. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Whatever you need. Because I thought he wasn't going to be around that longer. Didn't really understand what I was getting into at the time. Because um, I was going on the full program too. Like, I thought I was just going to be there supporting him. But I was doing the program. <laughs> that was part of the support. So here I am, this, you know, bloated, fat, redneck, tired, skin issues, bleeding, rectally. I mean, all these headaches and the stuff that I got going. I just had a surgery. My insides all messed up. And I go to this place and, uh, and, and he, day one, my acid reflux disappeared. Like it day just like one. day one, it was gone. And, and Charles is like, by the way, on the plane flight, he's like, there's no meat, there's no dairy, there's no salt, there's no sugar, there's no vinegar. There's nothing cooked over 115 degrees. And all I heard was there's no meat. Like, yeah. You know, I grew up hunting and fishing and like deer and elk and chuckers and pheasants and quail and all that stuff. And I thought you needed, and I'm not bashing meat just so anybody's yeah. like don't hang up like this is yeah. just where we went okay <laughs> yeah but it was a, it was a healing plant-based in fact it was like living foods it was sprouts and sprouted nuts and seeds and grains and beans everything was a living sprouted like alive yes. and we can talk about that and biophotons and all the stuff i heard but and learned and have taught people since then um but so we started this process and they just we just drank like purified water with lemon and lime in it. And then we had a wheatgrass shot. And then we had this big green juice. We'd work out in the morning. We'd do infrared saunas. And we started doing these things. Then we'd go to classes and we'd get educated. It was like 40 hours of school a week. Like we went to school, like how a human being should live and how crazy the world is and how to live a normal way and a uh, real way. And, and, and then by I think third or fourth day, I mean, I was kind of like I had some night sweats. I was irritable. Um, didn't want to talk to too many people, uh, kind of had some headaches. This is like these detox symptoms uh, as I was detoxing all this crap I'd done to myself. And then they said on day four or five, you're going to wake up and you're going to feel like way better. And I was like, Oh God, please be tomorrow. I don't want to go one more day like this. Cause it really was not fun that yeah. third or fourth day. And then I woke up and we did our little routine. And after we did our hot, cold plunges and all that stuff in the pools and the saunas and our wheatgrass shots, and all that stuff. I, I, I felt like my arms were like, like tingling with energy. Like it was like, I was reach. I was like, couldn't even believe it. My brain was just crystal clear. And I looked at Charles like, dude, like, do you feel as good as I do? And he's like, yeah, I feel amazing. I was like, I said, I, I feel like I'm 18. Like I'm 37 at the time. Okay. I was like, dude, we discovered the fountain of youth. Like this is literally what everybody's looking for. 
like literally what everybody's looking for, but they just don't get it. It's nature. It's like, it's like we just got to chill out our nervous system, relax, because everybody's stressed out. We yep. have to get start getting these toxins out, and we got to flood our body with living nutrition. This is where I was saying, you don't have to stop eating meat, but you got to get some of this living nutrition into your diet, period, end of story, because you are a living being, living food for a living body. So I felt so good. I said, dude, I said, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to give up all meat except for bacon, and we're going to go home. And we're going to do this whole lifestyle and I'm going to support you. And then I read the China study, which is a, probably the most comprehensive book ever written on nutrition um, uh, by Dr. T. Colin Campbell. And then I, I decided just to go with the whole plant-based thing for a while. And I did. And I, I, him and I did that. We, I started growing sprouts in my house and wheatgrass. And, and, um, and within 60 days, I dropped 42 pounds. Uh, all my skin issues were gone except for the one on my knee. It took about eight months because it was such a big patch. Uh, I went from larges and extra large shirts to mediums and smalls like I did in college. Uh, my skin started healing up. Women started making comments on my skin. I felt really weird about that because of my ego in the beginning because I'm like, don't say my skin's beautiful. That's weird. Yeah. Um, and because I started working on my gut health and I got really fascinated. I'm like, Shit, I healed myself. I'm healing myself. And so I got so excited about it. I started you know, telling friends like Charles is going to heal himself of cancer. And they all like literally all my friends and colleagues thought I was nuts. Yeah. Like literally thought Tim, like they talked to me later. They do. We thought you'd lost it because the way the belief systems are that you, you get cancer and you're kind of screwed. Everybody right. kinds of knows it. Right. Like he's, he, he I go, he's going to heal himself. And I knew it. And so, and then he did. And then he was able to see his son go to uh, high, uh, finish high school. And he went to father son week in Oregon state university and his son graduated. And now his son's realtor sold Charles's house and, they hang out and spend 12 years and he's completely healed himself. Eight months later, like I said, my knee was better. And I started telling his story to my friends because they'd come over and they saw me. And I, when you drop 60 or, uh, well, Charles dropped 60 pounds. I dropped 42 pounds in 60 days. Like people start going, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? I told you about Charles and the living foods and the sprouts and all that stuff. They're like, they weren't listening to me because they literally thought I was nuts. But when they saw me 60 days, 90 days, 80 days later or whatever, it was you couldn't not pay attention You're a different person. Like I literally looked like a different person Yeah, and they were freaking, freaking out. And so then I tell them the story and they're like, will you grow sprouts for me? And I was like, Oh, John, my, my buddy, this real, I'm like, dude, I'm really busy. It's like a lot of work. And I'm like, he talked me into it. Then the next day he brings this buddy, Eric over another realtor. He's like, tell Eric your story. So I told Eric the story and Eric's like, will you grow sprouts for me? And between these two guys and me just telling people and pe when people started seeing me, yeah, it was like a magnet. It was like moths to a flame. And all of a sudden, these people started dropping in. Cancer patients started knocking their door literally at my house. Yep. And like, I need help. And I'm like, uh, OK, come on in. You know, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, I'm just trying to learn how to sprout and do this stuff. And then I and then this lady come over this one night with cancer and kind of destroyed our like our, you know, uh, spousal, you know, date night. Mm -hmm. And um, so I finally I'm like, geez, we got to just maybe I should just set a class a day. And just yeah. make people come one day. So we did that on Wednesday nights. Those classes filled up. So we started doing Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And then I started getting requests. I started speaking at churches and hospitals and grocery stores on the weekends. And I'm running around and I'm not charging anybody like anything. I'm actually paying. I'd go to farmer's markets, get the best food. So I started teaching these detox, nutrition, living food, juicing classes, making food, juices for people and telling them all this stuff, telling my story and Charles' story. And word kept spreading. And I'd probably have anywhere from one to 13 people a night come over. And we had over 5,500 people to our house in about a five and a half year period. And so I got to experience a lot. And people with cancer on the side of their face and just 
all this crazy stuff that I saw, these people with all these autoimmune disorders and fibromyalgia and, and Graves disease and, you know, colitis and Crohn's and you name it. I learned all these crazy terms I didn't even know existed, yeah. but there's a whole world out there of sick folks. It's, and it's running rampant. It was and, insane. My garage yeah. literally got turned into a, a growing operation before Oregon legalized marijuana. So I literally had to go around to my neighbors and tell them, like, look, I'm not growing something over there. Yeah. It's I'm growing grass, but it's wheatgrass. <laughs> So I was the sprout man, the grass man. I mean, all my neighbors had names for me, but we just started helping people. And then from that, um, that's how chemical free body was born. Because what happened was, is I was looking at uh, one day I typed in three words into my browser, umbilical cord, chemical, umbilical cord, chemical. And I saw what literally set me back in my seat. Uh, like every, this, these studies have been going back since 2005. Every single child being born today, Wendy, uh, they test for like 400 chemicals. They find seven, 250 of what they're looking for, and 180 of those can cause cancer in humans. Yeah. It's like it's it's in the womb. I have an ebook right now that we're just about finished. I've I've redone, I've retitled. It's called "Dying in the Womb," and because that's what's happening. And in in my last 12 years of this process, well, first off, let me finish that thought on the chemicals. So. 71% of what they were looking for, they found in the umbilical cord. Now, this is in the young mothers and the young babies, supposedly the healthiest of all of us on the planet, right? Because they're young and right. fresh and healthy, right? And the young fathers that procreated that with the young woman. And and they're polluted, like literally in the womb, in the blood. Now, that sounds terrible, but yeah. that's just the blood serum. I found out later that the muscle tissue and the fat tissues actually have 500 to 1,000% more concentrations of these chemicals. Our body's protective mechanism is to put these chemicals into fat cells so it doesn't kill us. Okay. So this is, for those of you listening that have been struggling for losing weight, this could be a big problem for you. Your fat's holding on to it. No matter how hard you work out, it's not going it, to, you have to be able to detox these chemicals out in a certain way so you don't die. Like it's that bad. And so your body's holding on to that and the fat and the muscle cells so you don't have, you're not being, so it doesn't kill you basically. So what happened was, is when I changed my li lifestyle and I went all like, like fresh food, like, like a wild creature, my body was like, oh, okay. He stopped putting in all the crap and I, and I had all these juices and water going through me and infrared saunas. And so I was, I turned my life into a daily detox because we live in a polluted world. Yes. So I did all that stuff. And so that's when I sat back and I was like, wow, the older we are, the more time we've had to bioaccumulate these toxins from the air we breathe, the water we drink, the food we eat, the the clothing that we wear. Uh, and a lot of people don't think about that. Like women wearing a Lycra bra, you're off yeah, asking all these I just ran into this. I don't know if it was reading some of your stuff, but it, the, the things that we have to think about and the amount of overwhelm that can set in, if you're even when you're trying to be healthy. Yes. Right. So well, I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause when yeah. I learned all this stuff, I was literally freaking out. I, I literally just wanted to get naked and I went to the, I, I didn't want to touch anything. They scared me. Yeah. You don't want to do that. So what we're here to do, cause I'm a solutionary. What it. I've learned is you don't bring people problems without bringing in the solution. So if I'm starting to freak you out a little bit, don't, this is awareness and you need it and your family needs it. This yeah. is very important information. We'll give you the solution. Solutions are easy. The solution is actually you. And we've cut through the chase. I've built a lifestyle around my own personal lifestyle. People literally pay me tens of thousands of dollars just to copy what I do because they want to copy it quickly. 
whether yeah. they're an Olympic level athlete or they're stage four or something, those people have the propensity to change now and they want to do it rapidly. Yeah. Somebody else, you want to lose 40 pounds, you want to look a little prettier for look lose a little weight for the wedding. Well, the wedding thing might actually be more uh might be more drive there than cancer. I've seen this. Like <laughs> women are going to lose some weight for this wedding, let me tell you. <laughs> I've interviewed them. I know. Yeah. I went I actually went to the bridal shower thing in Portland and interviewed women coming out. And it's like, they're, they're going to look good that day. Let they're me motivated for that one are, day. Yep. They are super motivated, <laughs> but, but all joking aside, it's like the older we are, the more time we've had to bioaccumulate these toxins. So this is an underlying micro, these are microscopic, no CMs and they are destroying your health from the inside out. And again, back to what I was saying earlier from the last 12 years of living this lifestyle and being aware of all this stuff, I've seen, looking at children being born all of a sudden children are being born with diabetes and then all of a sudden that was children are being born overweight and now children are being born obese that's weird and then now children are being born with cancer okay and you see like the saint jude's commercials and this stuff on there with the saint jude's and we're send us a bunch of money we're looking for the cure okay the cure is right in front of our freaking face it's like a big ass white elephant or black elephant or green elephant it's a big old elephant and I'm shining some light on it. And I feel like that's my job today is I'm shining light on things that are so obvious, but we don't know because they've been hidden from us. Yep. And the solution is us. And the solution is us becoming our own doctor, learning how to self-heal. It's not hard. If a redneck from Eastern Oregon can do it, you can do it too. And yep. I'll show you what I've done. If it works for you, great. Um, that's what, we're, what we do. But it's like, it's you just calm the nervous system down because if you you cannot heal when you're stressed out, period. And I can get into the dynamics of that, but you have to get the toxins out of the body, number two, daily, because they're always coming in. And then number three, you need living nutrition, living foods, and living yeah. foods with bacterium in them to recolonize the gut microbiome. And so when we do these things, we see people, and I'll tell you the people that we mostly get over here, I, I should call them, they're the I tried everything folks. Uh -huh. that's usually the camp of the most of the people we got. Now we do have, these are the, you know, I've tried everything, but they're still deep down. They're wanting to get better. Right. So maybe one more time, you know, and, and that's usually where we get a lot of the folks and we've helped a massive percentage of those people. So people come to you with, I mean, they're not feeling good. It's autoimmune cancer. I mean, are, you're treating, I don't the word treating, I, I know, can be. No, we, 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 here's the deal. is like, I can't heal you. I can't heal anybody, like, literally, physically. I can't do it. You have to heal yourself. All Agreed. I'm doing is, like, showing you what I've learned on my body, what I've done. We're kind of like a living laboratory here because I have coaches. I have nurses and doctors on staff. I've yeah. got uh, or, or, uh, that are um, – and my formulator, Dr. Trey, we put all of our products together. These are all people that are freaking healthy. Yeah. But we've also, we've all went through this gauntlet. We've healed ourselves from like one of our coaches was bulimic. Another registered nurse had stage four cancer. She healed herself from another, another doctor on our team healed herself of cancer. There's just, these are the people that got woke up and then they're like, we're going with nature. And so yeah. people have to realize that you are nature. Your body is made of water. You find that in creeks and rivers and ponds and streams, right? So what do we do about how polluted and tapped out our soil, our water, all of the things that you're talking about that we, you know, naturally want to use to heal ourselves. But what are we dealing with out there? Are you talking about the soil? Yeah, the soil. Well, the let me just let me just give you an example. Like the soil, and I, and then we got to get into solutions here. I don't know if you have yeah, breaks I, to take or not, but the soil back in 1964 
was te- it was I I think it was Ohio State University, and they found two thousand pounds of microbiome in the soil. These are these beneficial bacteria. This is like a living ecosystem. So picture like New York City, and it's you've got a plain view, and you see all the people running around like little dots, like ants, just yeah. hustling and bustling. Well, yeah. under the ground, that's that's going on in the billions and trillions. That's what's going on. Two thousand pounds per acre. And forty years later, two thousand four, they tested an acre again. They found one hundred pounds, and and a lot of those were genetically modified. Yeah. So I just want the listeners to let that sink in a little bit, because these organisms have been around for three hundred like bazillion years. They're old school. They've been around a lot longer than us. Now here's the other crazy thing: most a lot of those bacterium in the soil are also the very same bacterium that are in your gut or should be in your gut. They are like, we are like ants and aphids. They are symbiotic. We need them. Mycelium is an example. This is another uh, organism that lives in the soil. And it's like this whole network. Just just imagine like a whole woven network. And the mycelium is connected to all the root systems of the plants. It's communicating with the plants and saying, what do you need? Well, I need this and I need that. And they bring it to them. I need some water. Here you go. And the plants secrete sugars on the root systems and feed the mycelium. It's like ants and aphids. It's a symbiotic relationship. When you yep. till the soil, you kill. When you spray okay. chemicals on the soil, you kill. That's why we went from 2,000 pounds of healthy soil or 2,000 pounds of microbiome to 100 pounds, and some of it's GMO'd. Yep. So we have sick soil, and that's why we're sick. right? Yes. So the solution is literally in the soil. And uh, this, I, I've had clients that even before I knew all, a lot of this stuff, I was having them that had severe issues. They went through our whole program and for whatever, they couldn't quite get better. Yeah. And I'd have them get dirt, wild dirt to have their friends go up into the woods and bring dirt from all kinds of places that wasn't disturbed and send it to them and get it in their house and have a dirt box. And they stick their hands in it and breathe it and, and put a little bit in water and drink it. And then these people started getting better. They're doing fecal implants now, transplants to help yeah. people reestablish this stuff. And people are getting better. So it's like, it's, it's just common sense. Like we can't be killing these things. I'll give you an example. There's this guy, uh, uh, Reuter. He was a German microbiologist and mm-hmm. he was studying the gastrointestinal tract from the forties, fifties, and sixties. And he's, you know, categorizing all these different bacterium. Well, in the 1960s, some of these bacterium started disappearing. They just started disappearing in the sixties. These are bacterium that have been around in the human gastrointestinal tract since humans have been walking the face of this planet. And all of a sudden they're gone. Well, what happened in the 60s? Well, after World War II, the chemical companies had to stay in business. So instead of making, you know, uh, chemicals, to war chemicals to kill people, they started making things like DDT, right? And then there's commercials out there and then average DDT is good for me. And they showed the kids and found out later it was killing them and stuff like that, right? So these chemicals and with, uh, you know, it is what it is, big pharma, right? And they started making synthetic chemical drugs. Like antibiotics and these antibiotics, people know a lot of people know today there's been a big push for the last 10, 15 years on probiotics because they know that antibiotics knock the immune system down, which is kind of silly. If you're hurt, why would you want to do that? You want to build it up and then two or three hours later, take a probiotic, right? And then, right. Antibiotic, and then two or three hours, take a probiotic because you got to keep yourself going, right? right? So what's happened is from antibiotics and chemicals, chemicals, doesn't matter whether it's through it's a prescription drug or through pesticides, fungicides, herbicides, larvicides, chemical fertilizers, whatever, they're getting into the ecosystem, they're getting into your body, 
and they're killing certain gut microbiome that are susceptible to those. Yeah. And this is a big deal. So yeah. what happened was is like that that Reuter, there's actually a, a, a strain now named after him called Lactobacillus reuteri. Mm -hmm. I've learned to culture that through a 36 hour period, 100 degree temperature. I make my own yogurt. It's freaking delicious, by the way. Awesome. And my clients say it's the most, they look forward to this food every day with some blueberries on it or whatever. Yeah. And in 90 days, you can literally, re, you can start building this back up and your oxytocin is going to go through the roof. You're going to become a much nicer person. You're going to, yeah. your anxiety and stress is going to drop. You're just going to get along with people better. Your sleep's going to become profoundly better and your strength goes up from one bacterium. And so there's, there's, a, but there's, I do lactobacillus reuteri, then, then I added in lactobacillus gasteri, I started doing kefirs where I've been getting 50 to 80 strains of bacteria. So this isn't like you do it all at once. Right. Like I've done this stuff for 12 years, right? And I just keep stacking and learning and stacking and learning. And if something works in my lifestyle, I keep it. I've coached 600 people through this process personally, one on one. And um, now thousands globally in group settings and in our inner circle calls I do weekly. Yeah. So, it's stuff like this. I completely geek out on this stuff. And I want to, when I find something that works, I tell everybody about it. If I find something that's better, I tell people and I pivot and I move the other direction. That's the way it is. Right. And I mean, how necessary is that in a health journey? I mean, we've seen that through, you know, the pandemic and how, in, how insane it is when you learn something and you don't pivot and the, the problems that be, that are created out of that. But I love what you said about being solution focused. So I love, and, and the transformation, I mean, you can see in, you know, just seeing you and the way you describe yourself 12 years ago, I mean, wow. So how do people, you know, how, how do you get those solutions across so that people don't feel overwhelmed and, and, you know, what kind of products do you have? Uh, easy. It's baby steps. It's baby steps. Yeah. Join this conversation on what I meant to say, produced by my company, Be Better Media. To see the world of why we are striving to share inspired edutainment, I invite you to please check out our website, BeBetterMedia.tv. Here you will find all kinds of great stuff from upcoming new productions to lifestyle products and services I personally use and endorse, to links to great books and other podcasts I love and recommend. Please check us out at BeBetterMedia.tv. That's BeBetterMedia.tv. The thing of it is, is that um, the very first thing a person has to do is they, you like when you get off this call, this podcast today, or maybe you can pull over and think about this, you know, tip the rear view mirror down and start looking at yourself. Go to a mirror and look at yourself and just ask yourself, when am I going to make my health a priority? Because that's what you need to do. You have got to make your health a priority. The only reason you're not healthy and feeling good right now is you have not done that step. You have not made your health a priority because once you do, things are going to change. It, yeah. Literally, there's the, there's an energetic change because you will find the solutions. People like myself and Wendy will just magically appear in front of you, and we're ready to help because we know we've been where you're at. And every day I get up, I keep thinking about, I have to remember how bad it was. I actually look at a picture of me. I have a book, our Core Four Secrets ebook, where people can get for free on my website. We actually, we'll give you guys three gifts. We'll give you the Core Four Secrets ebook, which is some basic solutions. I'll cover them in a moment, some of them. And it's free and it goes in depth. There's recipes and stuff. You get that for free. Um, you get a free coaching session. And we also give people a free $10 gift card at our store and stuff. So three free gifts. But there's, there's just some basic things that people can do on a daily basis to get started that don't cost any money. 
Um, I'm not selling anything as far as that goes. About 80% of what I do is free. I give away free advice. I give free advice on my Health Hero Show podcast. Um, I educate people all the time. 20% of the stuff, we that's how we make our living. That's how we keep doing what we're doing. Yep. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just really important for people to make their health a priority. And then once you do that, like literally, if you start doing that and you start demonstrating to the universe that you are important and you do love yourself, you'll be surprised how the universe will realign itself for you. And you don't have to have a PhD in something to be healthy. I mean, think about it. In nature, how many wild creatures went to school to be healthy or had to figure out what to I've never seen a deer look over at an elk and go, hey, where'd you get your protein? Yeah. Now, these aren't questions that are asked in nature because it's silly when you start thinking of it like this, right? Yeah. Why are we this? We're, it's because we're so disconnected. There's a couple things. We're disconnected from nature. We're being led like a like a hog with a hog ring on our nose around and saying like, don't worry about it. You're dumb. Uh, we'll, we got you covered. And then they talk in, you know, chronic lymphocytic leukemia. Like, wah, 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 wah. That's the cancer my friend had. Took me three months to learn how to pronounce it. And so yeah. I, I couldn't pronounce it. I felt dumb and I felt limited. And then the worst thing, the worst thing, the enemy is fear. If you're feeling fear, then that is not a good space to be in, period. If you're feeling fear, if you're feeling inadequate and stuff like that, you are completely capable. Your immune system is unbelievable. It wants to heal. It's your best friend. And you have you have all the answers. Like, literally, you have them all. You just don't know it yet. You just, you're just so just, it's like the sun of love is shining, but there's clouds in the way and you just got to brush those clouds away and let that, that, let that love come in. That self-love is so important. And then, like I said, if you need a little help, a little kickstart, that's, that's where we come in. People like Wendy, we're out here doing these things. We're talking, have these conversations just so other working class people can go, oh, wow, I was like them. Yeah. I'm going to put my health as a priority. I'm going to make a change. I'm going to do it right now. And man, I, I, I get like super pumped when i if i think about somebody on the other line like changing their life it's like it's so exciting because i was in i was in so much pain i had so much anxiety on a daily basis i didn't have like stage four cancers on like my friend charles had but my life was miserable it was yeah. miserable and i wasn't telling anybody about it. i was like a secret agent i had ostrich like my head in the sand and as a guy i had this huge ego and oh i'm fine how are you doing i'm fine that's another thing. If, if you're telling people you're fine or somebody, if you ask them how they're doing, they're like, I'm fine. They're not. Yeah. They're not fine. I, I, you want that on your headstone? Like, how, 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 oh, he was fine. She was fine. That is not a way to live. You want to, your life should be an ecstatic explosion of joy and synchronicity. And you should be being around people that love and support you. You should be laughing a lot. That's medicine, by the way. I have people watch funny movies as part of their protocols to get better. No doubt. You should be around happy people. You should be doing what you love. 74% of the population is going to work for a paycheck. They don't like their career. Yeah. That's okay. You can have that awareness now and understand that that career is serving you to get you by. But maybe it's time to start doing something you love. And we're seeing people pop like popcorn right now, just like you. We were talking about this pre-show pre that people are starting to do this. People are, are tapping into their consciousness and they're like, you know what? I'm going to be happy. And I walked away from... Uh, uh, a pretty substantial multi-million dollar deal. I didn't care. Uh, my little brother got killed in a mountain biking accident and broke his back and neck and, and left two little kids behind in a bun in the oven. And um, I remember calling up my financial advisor one day. Cause I was like, 
setting up stairs in my house and I, you know, and I was just like, I get so frustrated. I wasn't stupid. I punched in walls and stuff, but I was, my brother's name was Troy. And I was like, Troy, what do you want me to do? I just scream at the top of my lungs out of just out of nowhere, like crazy, man. And this time I heard him say, do what you love and do it now. And I was like, all right, I picked up my phone and I called my Jeff and I was like, Jeff, and I'm like, what's up? And he's like, I said, I'm, I'm out. And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, I'm, I'm getting out of the financial services industry. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like this guy's invested a lot of time and money and love into me. We're great friends. And I'm like, I'm his succession plan. I was like, dude, I can't do it. I said, my little brother's dead. He went out doing what he loved mountain biking. If I die today, I'm not doing, I, I said, I am doing what I love, but I, I need to do more of it. I'm like, uh, I'm like, I, I want to help people with their health. And he's like, how do you, how are you going to make a living? And I'm like, I have no idea, dude, but I'm out. I said, I'll figure it out. I literally don't know. I had no income. I'm just, I spent yeah. the next four months doing handoff meetings with my clients. I had to meet with all my clients in person, hand them off to Jeff in a meeting just so I could take care of them. Cause a lot of people were counting on me for their money. It's a big deal. They worked their whole butt off their, their life to save that money up at nest egg. And so I did all that. And then after that, I just, just started coaching and I, I coached people for free for two and a half years. And then eventually hired a coach. And then he's like, how much are you charging? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> he's like, uh, what are you crazy? And I was like, well, I don't know. I mean, I feel, I feel like the, this information is like a gift and I, I, it was such a gift for me. And he's like, well, how much did you spend on it? And I was like, Oh, I don't know. I probably got a hundred grand on my education. He's like, yeah, you should probably start charging. He goes, dude, look what you're, look how healthy you are. He's like, you're the healthiest person I've ever met. He's like, you're, that's your calling card. Just help people get to where you're at. And I think you'll be fine. So I started charging a nominal amount. And then eventually this company grew and we got Dr. Treadway on staff and we started creating products because I started reading ingredients labels and I started getting pissed. Yeah. I'd go to the grocery store and I like, I go to the grocery store. I'm like the Terminator. I'm like, do 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 scanning everything. I read all labels and I'm always looking on the store shelves. Oh, new product. And I go over and I look at it and see what's in it. And, and then I started doing, and I thought I'm going to heal myself with organic food and that's it. No supplements. And, but then I realized that because of all the farming, 85% of the nutrients are farmed out of the soil. We have to supplement today to get heavy metals out and the toxins out and putting a good nutrition. We just, it's, it's a necessity today because of the soil health we talked yeah. about earlier. And then I started buying these products and I kind of curate them and then I'd share them with my clients. And then I'd find some, one day I found xanthan gum in a protein powder. And I was like, xanthan gum, what's that? And I looked it up. It's like uh fermented, uh, mutated, uh, what was it? Uh, it's like mutated corn syrup fermented in bacterium. And it's used as an emulsifier. I was like, what? And then I found out it eats your digestive lining. Those intestinal villi that we want to protect so they can yeah. you know, absorb our food and get them into the bloodstream. Yeah. And think about how that's almost, it's, it's in so many gluten-free foods that like people will give their kids if they're, you know, trying to clean up their diet and then you put that in and it's doing the exact opposite of what. Yeah. Yeah. Gel and gum too. But I got mad right. and I had to call up all my clients and say, stop buying that, get a refund. We'll find another one. And so this, this pattern repeated itself a few times and finally I was getting tired of it. And I'm like, dude, I find a good company and then they sell out. So here's a little key. Take the companies that you're currently buying from, type in who purchased and then put your company's name. And a lot of times you'll see Nestle purchase yes. them or Procter and Gamble. If they did that, I guarantee you, you don't want to eat them. I could tell you stories like they do things like they have a yeast that will eat like, uh, they, they, they shove synthetics in a yeast cause the yeast is a natural. I'm not saying Procter and Gamble and, and Nestle did this. I'm just saying, 
some of these companies do this because I don't want you know. Well, it's you, you know, know it's mass it's mass production, right? I mean, under the guise of trying to feed many, we're putting out a well, whatever. I mean, that's yeah. just that's that's uh, yeah, it could be that, but I that's to me that's silly. Like it's like if we're gonna feed more people, why would uh, oh it's because what's happening is we're poisoning people. Agreed. That's not feeding. That's the opposite. So right. I started Chemical Free Body and the and the detox nutrition line with Dr. Treadway because he was one of the top formulators in the world. And I was actually looking for the energetics. Like I because there's a thing called Curlian photography. Are you familiar with that? No, but I tell yeah, tell tell me about that. So it basically takes a snapshot or a video and you can actually see the the light that's emitted from anything. Right. Yeah. So the end the energy. Yes. So I'm all about enzymes and energy, hormones, oxygen. I want my I want my uh my supplements and my food to have as much life force as possible. Remember living foods because these yeah. living foods actually transfer electrons actually through the teeth and then through the rest of the body to charge our cells. That's one way we charge besides grounding on the earth and mm -hmm. getting direct light. And so Curlian photography measured that. I was like, do you have any Curlian photography, Dr. Treadway to measure the um, energetics of your supplements after processing and encapsulation? And he's like, Oh yes, we have two of those. You have to understand that I talked over I talked over 30 labs and they, they would turn their head sideways like a dog hearing a weird noise. They didn't even know what I was talking about. Yeah. So I knew he was my guy and 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 that's how we did all that stuff. So anyway, you can ask me any questions, but um I would like to talk about poop more if we can. <laughs> <laughs> well, you I mean your your point is is illustrated and I I I follow your logic and I've, I've lived it and I can see that you're, I mean, to see what your energy is now from the way that you described it, you know, yeah. Keep talking and, and tell me about that digestive tract and how it works. Well, this is kind of an important point and then we can transition all into solutions and stuff. So when I was at Hippocrates, the first class I attended was called the internal awareness. And it was like a three and a half hour class back then. This Dr. Scott Josephson comes out. He's just a freaking buff dude, athlete looking guy. And he had actually turned 50 that day. I'm 50 now. I just turned 50 a couple weeks ago. And um, and he looked good. He looked really good. And I thought he was maybe 40. Yeah. And I was like, you're 50? I mean, that kind of spun me. And by the way, the people working at that place that have been working there 10, 20 years, they look 10, 15, 20 years younger than people their age. Just planting the seed. And I so I, you know, I'm kind of smart. I look at success leaves clues. I'm like, okay, this guy's looking really young. Now, he teaches his class. The takeaway here is that the average person has six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in your colon. Let me repeat. The average person, a listener listening today, has six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in their colon unless they've done taken measures, making their health a priority to get that stuff out. And so if you have a car and it's not running white, right, and you have a check engine light on, do you just keep driving it? If you do... It can leave you stranded, it'll break down, or your repair bills could get really expensive if you don't take care of it initially. When you're overweight like I was, my arms are bleeding, I'm rectal bleeding, maybe you have cancer or you got diagnosed autoimmune, these are all check body lights. You're tired, you're not sleeping well, your back hurts, your joints, your arthritis, all lights, they're just lights flashing. Your body is like literally telling you, hey dude or hey dudette, you need to change your environment. You need to change the air, the water, the food, the drinks, the people around you. This It's so simple. You change the environment and the, the human expresses themselves differently. The cells express themselves differently. The tissue expresses itself differently. It's so simple. So I'm like, okay, I get it. I might have this impacted stuff in me. But then he started talking about colon hydrotherapy. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Heard I've heard of it. But or yeah. Colonics. Let me yes. explain. Right. For those of you that hadn't heard of it, because I never heard of it. 
colonics or colon hydrotherapy is what it is. It's colon hydrotherapy. It's a colon water therapy. You basically insert a tube rectally and water gently goes in and out of your colon for about an hour and it cleans up your colon. It's just that simple. And uh, I remember elbowing Charles and saying, look, dude, I came here to help you with your cancer and all that, but I ain't doing that deal. This is not happening. <laughs> and I literally was like, it scared me. And like, no, that's just a weird. And I remember I had that ego thing going on. But this doctor was very smart. He took virtual colon. They had virtual colonoscopies of four people, three people unhealthy and one that had been on their Hippocrates uh, lifestyle for a while. The first person was like a 25-year-old female. She had Hashimoto's, uh, like Graves' thyroid disorder, yeah. and, um, and thrush. She had like a yeast infection. Now, yeah. when you go inside of somebody's colon with a camera, what are you expecting? I'm expecting to see brown things. That's what I'm expecting. Her colon was white and yellow, completely full of yeast and candida. And I'm like, well, that ain't good. Then they went to a 64-year-old male that had stage 4 colon cancer and parasites. Inside of his colon was black as night. It was black tar and white little worms crawling around. And that's when I was like going, oh, my God. And the doctor's like, and this guy's been, this guy's been on the standard American diet for 64 years. You know what I'm talking about. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, that's me. That's the that one got me. Then the next one was like a 45 year old woman with breast cancer mm. inside of her colon, mostly black like tar, a little bit of brown. It didn't look good. Then they switched over to the healthy person and you could see the pink lining of the colon. There was some brown stuff floating around there, but the internal terrain was completely different. The sick people versus the healthy person. The internal terrain was completely different. And that's when the light bulb went off in my head and I'm like, I got it. It's an inside job. It's just like when I we have a tractor and it's not working and the, the engine's all gummed up. You don't just put better fuel into it. Like, oh, I'm going to get some supplements. Yeah. Okay, great. You got some supplements. Maybe you're going to feel a little bit better, but the engine's still full of crap. The So if, you're, if your car or your tractor, your truck or whatever, this system, this machine, just like your body system is a machine of sorts. It's just a biological machine. Right. Is plugged up. You want to flush out the transmission fluid. You want to flush out the engine. You want to put in new spark plugs, new fuel filters, new oil filters. Clean it up. New new fluids. And that's changing the environment, doing a little clean job. And then you maintenance that sucker. And that's how you keep it running. You know there's people out there that after they get done mowing the lawn, they clean it, clean their lawnmower, and they make it perfect. That lawnmower is going to last forever compared to the person just runs it hard and leaves it outside and the rain's on it, right? That's yep. the difference. Like, are you leaving your body out in the rain to rust? Are you maintenance it when you're done? Or are you are, are you are taking good care of it and putting it in the shed? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just this basic self-love concept, but we've never been given a, an owner's manual because we're disconnected from nature. Just like all the other creatures, they know what to do, but we, for some reason, don't. And we're so, we, we have a brain. We can actually think two, three steps ahead, yet we're, what are we doing? Because we're getting caught up in fear. And we're caught up in paying the bills and doing this and doing what you're supposed to do. And yep. it's just a road that leads to nowhere. And people have got to realize that that if they want things to change, they're literally going to have to change, but it's not hard. And I, I guess my point is it's really important to get that. So the next day I, I went in and got the colon hydrotherapy. They weighed me before and after. I dropped 11 pounds of impacted fecal material in one one-hour session. The record at the time in 2011, one lady dropped 27 pounds oh. in one one-hour session. And I have to equate that, like, that's the size of a medium-sized dog falling out of your butt. Think about that. That is a lot of, and that waste material is disgusting. It's bio. It's this 
It's this nasty funk and gunk and junk. And what it's doing is creating this horrible terrain. It's creating a very acidic, low oxygen environment. Well, mm -hmm. guess what loves that? Viruses, bacteria, uh, fungus, yeast, yep. mold, mutagens, parasites, cancers love it. So yep. what we were doing at the Institute is we were learning how to do some self-care, becoming our own self-mechanic, self-doctoring. We were cleaning up our intestinal villi. We're cleaning up our colon, our small intestine, our start cleaning up our organ systems, our blood, our fat, and our muscle tissues. We were changing the internal terrain. And this is why we would see people at the Institute. like. And he said, You're, a lot of you are going to start seeing parasites in your stools. Your stools are going to be white and fuzzy. Um, he goes, and some of you won't, but he goes, there's, Besides the parasites, the hookworms, and the pinworms that you're going to see coming out of your stools, there's microscopic ones and all that you won't see. And all of them are drinking your drinks. They're eating your food. They're, they're urinating and defecating in you, and they're having sex and having lots of kids, babies inside of you. And I'm just like, what? You know, so that's that kind of got me too. that whole thing. But what yeah. we see is, is people that started getting on this alkaline cleansing type stuff and cleaning up. Parasites were literally coming out of people's pores. And I saw a lady at lunch have a parasite crawl out of her eye. And why would that happen? Because we're changing the internal terrain of the human body. We're getting it back to homostasis or balance where it should be very, very healthy and building up the immune system. So imagine if um, a polar bear is dropped on Miami Beach and a penguin. They're going to hang out there? No, they're going to be like, this is hot. This sucks. They're going to leave. They're going to exit. And yeah. that's what happened to the parasites. They were exiting out people's pores because they were like, it sucks in there now. I'm leaving. It's too oxygenated. It's too alkaline. I got to go find a better host. So they go to your neighbor that's eating McDonald's, and then they make, yep. make a home over there. That's what's happening. This is not magical, mystical. It's very simple. It's just basic common sense, actually, once you kind of understand this stuff. Yeah. So I've been on a mission to make things simple for people to understand. It's like, this is what's going on inside of you. If you want to change it, there's a there's a way to do it. It's not that hard, and it's basically setting up a different lifestyle, setting up a making your home a sanctuary. So, anyway, people come over to my house. They're like, "Oh my god, this air smells amazing!" I'm like, "Yeah, it's I, I, I purify it 13 times a day with my air purification systems. Your water makes me have energy. Um, yeah, because it's been cleaned and um, it's also structured and charged with molecular hydrogen. I mean, how many people are doing this? Well, a lot of our clients are, and they feel good too." Right. And then their food's better. We teach people how to sprout. We teach them how to make their own cultured foods. It's be self-sustainable. Kids love it, too. Kids love growing stuff with the parents. Absolutely. Yeah. That I mean, my North Star really is generational healing. And so I love what you're when you said, you know, me healing myself was not just me healing myself. You know, it helps your family, helps your kids. It oh, sets yeah. the example. It makes the, the relationships in your family and your community better. Right. I mean, that is really what gets me up every morning because, yes, I want to do what I do for myself, but I want to do it more for my kids, more for the relationships I have in my life. And all of this stuff, when you get with people who are all doing, or, you know, who are vibrating on that level and looking towards that, it, it also makes it easier to live in community with these kind of values. Right. And I think people are waking up and realizing that America is feeling terrible. I watch 22, you know, 22 year old athletes who should be feeling like, you know, I mean, I remember how I felt when I was 22 and wow, what I watch now, I'm like, why are you feeling like this? And you look healthy, but then the little things that you're mentioning start are starting to crop up that a little bit of eczema or whatever these, you know, skin issues. They things. die of a heart attack on the field. 
Yeah, it's it it's so different one generation off of where we are and to look at you and know that you've made that journey from feeling so terrible. So how do you know one how do how do people connect with you and where can they get started um to feel these you know to feel better? Well, our web it's probably just go to the website's the easiest. Uh it's chemical freebody.com that's chemicalfreebody.com and if you just kind of hunt around on the page a little bit then one of those little pop-up deals will happen and then that's where you can get those uh three free gifts we'll, we'll cover the core four secrets ebook that's four things that i share with people that um are basically going to make a profound difference in your life because what happened was is i had you know i told you i had thousands of people over to my house for these dinners I uh -huh. sold a lot of juicers for the juicing companies because we were making fresh green juice and wheatgrass. But then I'd go over to their house, whatever, randomly three months later, and the juicer's under the cover. They're not using it. I'm like, Chad, why aren't you using this? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, it's kind of expensive. I'm like, BS, dude, you make a lot of money. He's like, well, I don't want to clean the damn juicer. That was the bottom line. It was like a time thing. And my wife won't make me juice or whatever. I'm like, well, dude, you got to take responsibility for your own health. But yeah. and I get it because when you start making juice in the beginning, it's like a 45 minute process. But after I'd done it twice a day forever, um, I could make juice for two people in 17 minutes and have it clean because I was just like very efficient. But it takes time to get there. Right. So I, I left these meetings with some of these people and I started getting very frustrated. I'm like, I'm putting a lot of time and effort into these folks and they're not really sticking to it. And I, I the only ones that were were had stage four cancer. And so only about one out of 10 people that, that would come to our house would stick with it. And so I'm like, what can I do to help people get the most results? So I came up with originally three things and four things that you could do that 95 up to 99% of the population is not doing that would make the most profound difference. And I'll give you a hint. It was one deals with water. Another deals with chewing your food. Very profound. When you read the ebook, you're gonna be like, oh my God, like it's a big deal. Like okay. you have no idea how big of a deal chewing your food is on multiple levels. It's a game changer for your gastrointestinal tract and your mood. You can actually increase your serotonin by up to 500% by stimulating meridian points in your teeth. People are missing out on this. And this is another reason why te people's teeth are crowding because we're not chewing hard stuff anymore and our, our, just yes. our jaws are getting smaller. Yeah. Anyway, avoiding liquids with meals so you don't dilute your digestive enzymes that you create when you chew in your mouth. And, and, and then the third thing was breath work before you eat to calm your nervous system and you can use it yeah. for other stuff but that's just a little highlight but these are profound because we have people that buy our products like over in new zealand it takes a couple weeks to get there they're already getting results we get emails like i get we get emails every day in support that are talking about hey i'm feeling better already and they don't even have the products yet because of these core four secrets in that manual we also give you three recipes and a surprise recipe one of the best gastrointestinal healing liquids you could possibly put in your body it's also great omega oils they're very calming and soothing and it was a given to me by the head colon hydrotherapist at the hippocrates wellness center she's in her 60s she is a firecracker and she used to have a terrible gut and she healed herself with colon hydrotherapy and this special um uh, this special drink that you're going to make that you can make for pennies and feed to yourself and your family so that's all in there you get that and you'll get the free coaching session and you also get a free $10 gift card. Now, if people want to get our products, uh, I'd go to the shop tab. I'll show you guys actually, you know what? I'll show you how to get a double discount. Go to the shop tab, scroll down to like bundle specials. Okay. Those are discounted. Those bundle specials are discounted. We have like a jumpstart bundle. If you want to stick your toes in the water. Um, and we have another bundle called the total energy and detox bundle. That's what I do on a monthly basis. 
that one is going to be more of an investment. But um, that's for the all-in type of person, kind of like you and me. Yeah. Like I've had it. Let's go. Yeah, that's and I, I've been doing that bundle for years. So and pick one in between that resonates with you and your budget. Doesn't matter. But then at checkout, put in the code Be Better. Uh, so we, I, uh, Wendy was kind enough to put that together so you guys can get an extra discount you get another five percent off so you get a double discount and we have a double your money back guarantee in all my products that's how much i believe in them i already know because these are based on ten thousand years of ayurvedic system science our formulator is a master herbalist in chinese herbology western herbology and indian herbology and he actually had a clinic for 10 years seeing patients on the daily running the business is it's okay my i like being on the phone talking to people and educate him because I am ready to go. I've got all this knowledge and I want to share it with people. And so you might get me. That's fun when, when you do. Uh, I love talking to people. Um, and we, we want to help you. Even if we will refund your money, we don't care about that. We might find a different product, even if it's at a different company, because some other companies have good products, but you need to know how to learn to read their labels because out of 30 products, there might only have two that are good based on what I know. We know how to read labels, so we can help you with that. And I've actually helped. I'm very proud. My goal is to change the entire supplement industry. I've already helped over a dozen companies clean up their act and, and, and get their stuff. Because I know like we're a real small company. We're a, we're a, it's totally grassroots family owned. And so we appreciate your support. We will support you. We want you to wake up and feel good. And our products are just part of the toolkit, the core four secrets manual. Right. Yeah. So I've helped people with, I have athletes that are injured. We help them come back from injury in a third of the time, get back high performance stuff to actually probably 300 of the 600 people I coached had cancer. So I've worked with a lot of cancer patients uh, just because of Charles is my story. That's how yeah. the whole thing kind of got started. I've learned a lot though. And yeah. I just, you know, there's, that's the one thing is like, I have a lot to learn. I still, I, I keep in that space. I have a lot to learn, but we have a lot to offer people. And, um, uh, the results kind of speak for themselves. They really do. Yeah. Well, I love connecting people with this message because I really do. I mean, we connected because I know this is such a key need out there. I've seen it in my own family and I just, you know, walking around in America, people are not feeling well and yeah. it's not acceptable. Like, yeah. so, you know, I encourage people to reach out to you. Um, I know I, I'm so glad we connected because this yeah. relationship's going to, I can tell it's already, it's going to help my kitchen too. If you just want to lose five pounds, we got your back. You, you know, you want to heal quicker. We got your back, all that stuff. But the goal is to really let you do what you really were designed. You were born for. That's where it's the, that's the juicy yeah. stuff. Absolutely. And it's all connected. And when we're mm -hmm. bogged down by our health, it's hard to see through. And you're right yeah. about how those yeah. synergies and connections pop up when you start mm -hmm. to elevate. And yeah, yeah, I can yeah, when you're in pain, it's not like me. It's like you, you're not thinking about what's the was it Confucius said a um, uh, a healthy man wants uh, uh, many things. A sick man wants only one. Yeah, that's so true. So true. And I've, you know, I I've enjoyed this so much, and I I want to I want people to be able to one know where to find you. But I have one question that I ask all of my guests that come on, sure. and it's um. What's one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self? Put yourself first. Absolutely put yourself first. And the younger self, I mean, you might be thinking that could be a 10-year-old child or a 15-year-old or a 20-year-old, or maybe you have a couple kids. Um, but this is a very important question because when I started thinking about this, it's kind of like that old adage when you're on a plane flight and they're giving you directions. If the plane goes down, put on your mask first, then your child. Cause if you try to put on theirs and you pass out, you both die. Right. 
If somebody would have asked me 10 years ago, or actually probably been longer, but 15 years ago, um, Tim, who's more important, you or your kids? Knee-jerk reaction, gut, heart, everything all aligned, my kids. There's no question my kids are more important. If somebody asked me that question today, I'd be like, I'm the most important thing in my life. Unequivocally, no question. And then a lot of people start thinking that, wow, you're selfish. You're kind of an egotist. No, I am trying to lose my ego. I'm trying to drop my ego. But as far as this life experience goes, I'm putting myself first. And why am I doing that? Because I lead by example, and I want my children to put themselves first. And they will do what you do, not what you say. What you do speaks so loudly that people cannot hear what you say, right? Yeah. And by doing this and by living that life and putting yourself first, then you're actually handing out permission slips for everybody else to do the same thing. Not that they'll take it. Some will, some won't. And that's okay. Maybe some will later. That's the best thing you can do for the people around you is put yourself first. And I'm especially speaking to mothers out there and some fathers too, right, about the parents. You have to put yourself first. You can't run yourself into the ground until a wheel falls off and then you go into a broken system. Yeah. It's not going to work. It's not going to end well for you. I can already tell you. I've been doing this work for 12 years. I've been living it. I've, I got out of the matrix, basically. Yeah. And I'm back in nature, which is yeah. a much better matrix to be in. So put, so, put, so put yourself first, young child, young mother, young father, yeah. put yourself first and, 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 and follow your excitement and your joy. Do what brings you the most excitement, but don't do it with an outcome in mind. That's, that's part of the formula. You follow your joy, anything that brings you joy, you have the ability to take action on, go do that with zero insistence on an outcome. You don't know how things are going to work out. The joy and the, the passion, the excitement, that's the map of your life. If you do that, Without the out, worrying about an outcome, I guarantee you life is going to literally become what we talked about earlier. It'll become a joyous, a synchronistic expre expression of joy and synchronicity. The more you do it, the more you follow it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I've had a lot of these types of conversations with my daughter who just graduated from college um, about a month ago and that, that talking about the difference between, you know, working to live and living to work and, you know, really wanting to make a difference. And that is your everything you're saying is right at the heart of that. And I so I'm happy to put this message out there and be um, better. Yeah, absolutely. And it is it's just and, and it's really about being and not constantly doing it's like learning how to be yourself and what are the things that make it make us you know want to sink into who that person is and health is a huge part of that so i've really enjoyed this conversation and i want to make sure everything for people to connect with you will be in the show notes but you want to give give us your website one more time and where people can find you uh yeah it's just chemicalfreebody.com and uh i have a podcast called the health hero show it's on all the major platforms. I know it's hard to health hero show. And uh, there's a lot of free information there. I've got some amazing guests and um, I've had more importantly, some of the amazing information that's been on there. If you started on my podcast and listened through there, a lot of the things that are my lifestyle, I've went into depth with the creators of whatever those things were on the show. And we've had many people use the show as their self-healing device. Uh, they just take, they listen, they go take action. They listen, they, they take action. So there's a yeah. lot of free information out there that we dump all the time. What we, we, we release weekly and I think we're over about 170 episodes. I love it. So good. I love the podcast community for all the good wisdom that they're putting out there. It's way better than the 24 seven news cycle. So, you know, thank yes. you so turn much. that off, turn that. News yeah, off. absolutely. That's part, that's part of that health matrix too, for sure. 
So, um, so thank you for being part of that. And thanks for joining me today. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. And I hope the listeners get one thing today that, that inspired them to go take action on. I really do. Yeah. Help people be better. And with that, I'm Wendy Jones. Um, thank you for being here to, today. And I'm just here to remind you to be real, be you and be better. Thank you for joining us on What I Meant to Say, another production of Inspired Edutainment, brought to you by Be Better Media.